Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Go on, say it. Good oh, morning. No, no, I've got, I've got, an, I've got an entanglement. <laughs> oh, no, what? My wire, my False wire. start to the podcast. Oh, that's awful, isn't it? But oh, my goodness. Look at my wire. So what's, what's caught here? Oh, mate. It's... Zipped it in, didn't need to, get it loose. Okay, okay. With Paul Tonkinson and Rob Deering. This counts as just the start for me, the podcast has started. Yeah, I know it, and dramatically and excitingly too. Um, come on. Uh, good morning, brah. That's better. It is a proper yeah, brah, though. Isn't it? It's blooming freezing. It's very cold today. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad because it was quite warm. <laughs> We're starting uh, in my drum. You into green. We're going <laughs> south. Biting wind. Biting wind. Yeah. South to Haggerston. New ugly new houses on our left. In your bedroom in those ugly new houses. I'm already tailing Rob. He's serving as a windbreak. <laughs> good. Yeah, because we're not going to go that far. Because you, you, you were just saying before we turned things, fit at the you're a bit broken, then. aren't you? Well, yeah, it's uh, tell it, tell it. It's just re-emergence back into. I've been away. I did Toronto, came back, then went to Japan. We got you Australia. after Toronto, and New York. We just after Toronto in that day. Yeah, but I was jet lagged then, and then I went the other way, sort of globally. Yeah. So I kind of impacted myself. Yeah. And then I gigged straight away when I arrived in Japan. Yes. I had one night off and then gigged. Right. Um, and then I got back the other day. Yeah. A few days ago. Yeah, yeah. Tried to do the jet lag trick of... Drinking through. Yeah, just getting really drunk. Yeah, yeah. In order to get to sleep. I don't think anyone else thinks of that as a jet lag trick. <laughs> That's a real trick, actually. <laughs> it's quite a fun trick. <laughs> Um, and it worked, the, the, it, and it actually worked. Uh, oh! The first night I got seven hours sleep. Well, that's I mean, good. fitful sleep. Yeah. And I woke up in, in the middle of the night thinking I was still in Australia. Right. Really discombobulated. That will happen. Walking up and down the corridors. Go on. But then since then, the jet lag's just taken effect, and it's that waking up in the middle of the night and then really tired in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. Sort of three hours So how long have you been back? It's Friday now. When are you back? Tuesday? I got back Tuesday. Yeah. So it's not quite long enough, is it? And how many gigs have you done since then? One, two? Well, I had a gig last night. Yeah. Thursday. Tuesday night was a getting drunk trick. Yes. Wednesday was hungover. 
jet laggy. We've also got a new puppy as well. Oh, I'm you got training, a puppy? Well, I'm training a new puppy dog, which, to be honest, I could do without. What's the puppy called? The puppy's called Billy Jean. Yeah, because of this... But instead of little white paving stones, it's little <laughs> wet puddles. Yeah, she, she's absolutely gorgeous. She's a, she's a cockapoo. Yeah. And she's... Uh, Quite literally at the moment, if you're training it. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, yeah. But she's really frisky. It's quite funny because it comes on the on the end of me spending a lot of time with my my nephew in Australia, my brother's son. Is that my nephew? Yes. Is that my nephew? I'm yeah, terrible. That's nephew. Like that. I don't mean I've never seen him, but technically, yes. yes. He's technically nephew. And he's four years old. We didn't say that when you are in the house. Is that my nephew just there? Are you my nephew? <laughs> this is all I'm very sweet and everything, but is he technically my nephew? <laughs> so I played with him a lot. Yeah. My goodness. You forget what it's like to spend time with a four-year-old. Oh, yeah. But also so spend somehow, a lot of time with a four-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And when it's your own, you're somehow geared up for it. Maybe because nothing is as tiring as a tiny baby. Yes. But yeah. when it's a relative, remember that from my niece and nephew before we had kids. You yeah. go around and you think, I'm going to be, like you were saying before you went, I want to be the cool uncle. Yes. This, that is an exhausting job. It's pretty tough. Yeah. It's pretty, but it was good fun, but it's like... What's his name? He's called Aiden. Is he a cockapoo? He's a lovely one. It's a lot of explosions. A lot of yeah. building Lego and then a lot of... Uh, yeah. yeah. And anything good. sound effects with him. The genius thing, the kind of clown thing that little kids have. Is anything any good like that? You just have to do it again. Yeah. And again. Constantly building things and then destroying them. Yeah, yeah. And throwing everything everywhere. Yeah. Excellent. So you've got to be... Uh, like the human race. Yeah. You've got to really be in the moment with them. Yeah. <laughs> And try not to get annoyed. You're making a mess. <laughs> uh, I just put that straight. I'm jet lagged and you're making a mess. Uh, Mr. Incomfell, the maid uh, just cleaned up. I'll leave it cleaned up for 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah. But so, it was good fun. Really, really good fun. Let's look at this in reverse order. You did our good friend Jared Christmas's gig yesterday in the West Country. Yes. Did you hear about... Uh, Glorious. He's been running this year newly. He's got a very similar running training plan to... His namesake, Father Christmas, doesn't he? Yes. How's his running coming along? I think he's doing a, he's, he's doing a little bit more, actually. Yeah, yeah. He's been getting a little bit fitter. I think he's stayed with it. It's really good. Yeah, a few times a week he's been trotting out. Yeah. Which is great. We've just stopped on the corner by the plumbers. Just um, to let the bike seep through. God, it's cold. I think we should just go. Yeah, I go. agree. Nothing as long as there's nothing to yeah. left. Here he is. He's in the road. He's gone. He's gone. He's running in the road. <laughs> A couple of pictures there of you in the yellow box. <laughs> so, so have you, have you, uh, we need to talk about Japan at some point. Tell it. Have you ever been to Japan? Never. When you were you just uh, um, in the last episode, listeners, you remember Paul was about to go to Japan, and I just watched Lost in Translation. Yes. So yeah, did yeah. that turned out to be the uh, textbook? Was that what it was like? A little bit like that. It was very. Uh, Who are you with? Well, I was initially I was on my own, but then I was with. The guys who are on the gig were lovely. Listen, you're on your own, and then you're with Scarlett Johansson from the Marvel yeah, Universe. Yeah, yeah. She's lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sure. close to, so close to something massive happening with her. <laughs> but um, no, it was the guys who were on the gig, and they were really sweet, but <laughs> but just, really, but a bit, bit younger than me. I was just there was say, a generation there's an enjoyable butt coming, and I realised yeah. that that still sounds like we're talking about Scarlett Johansson. And then yeah, but <laughs> um, and so you sort of. 
you're hanging around with people just younger than you, and yes. you're on their time, yeah. and you're jet lagged. Yeah. It's just a little bit sort of hard work. Yes. But it was really good fun. Japan is the most impenetrable place on earth. I mean, it's the most Japanese place on earth. Yeah, yeah. And so it's the most alien thinking, What the hell is happening now? Yeah, well, you know when you see Japanese tourists in London? Yeah. And they spent a lot of time bowing and pointing at things, and yeah. they can't really understand anything. They're like sort of aliens almost, aren't they? It's yeah. like, what, what's happening? Yeah. You're exactly like that in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you don't understand anything. You're just bowing and saying, and saying help me. Yes. So it, was really, it was really, really nice, clean, safe, massively different, and just really, just constantly eating, slightly drinking. disturbing. Were you boozing? Not much. Yeah. Well, uh, this was a thing that made me feel a little bit old. The guys at the gig, yeah, a lovely set of like open mic comics. They live in Osaka. They do the same gig every two weeks. Right. And it's a really, really lovely comedy gig. Yeah. And uh, they're just really the comedy's all early mid thirties. And every night they kind of reconvene. They all live in the same office block. Yeah. And they go to a mate's house, and it's called the Dry Bar. Right. And he, he mixes cocktails for them. Yeah. And it's it's just not my life. You know, <laughs> I'm kind of like, they're in this one one room in Are they not Osaka. alcoholic cocktails? No, completely alcoholic. Oh, that's good at least. Completely alcoholic. It's a dry bar. It's no, 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 no. I don't know why it was called a dry bar. Maybe because I didn't serve beer. Okay. But it was like... It was just a funny little scene, you know. Yeah, yeah. Funny little scene to drop in on. And know? let's remember, dear listener, this is a man who's not really prepared to go to the pub for a drink. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we're drinking in this bloke's room every night. <laughs> with a, it's a big double bed. Yeah, and you're like, this and is what we do. He's okay. sat there on the couch and there's a big screen where we're watching telly and he's mixing cocktails. It was really good fun. Yeah, and what I like about this, I know we've got a very a wonderfully broad demographic and shout out to all our excellently interactive listeners well on the other hand there's plenty of people out there who are in some in the broad sense as old or getting on for as old or older than us yeah and you know maybe if you're listening and you're in your late 20s early 30s then you wouldn't understand just quite how you know it's not like we don't approve of this stuff i know it's fantastic it's but just, you're just it's listening just, in this no, it's not me it's just a stage of life that i'm no longer in yes exactly that's all it is yeah yeah they're having a great time, and yeah. it is great. It was cool, and you could play with the lighting, yeah. and really nice jazz music. It was lovely. Wonderful for someone else. It was, it, yeah, it was lovely, but <laughs> I didn't know them that well. Yeah. And you're just an old bloke hanging around with young kids. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the gigs were, were fantastic. The food was excellent. Yeah. What was the audience like? What were the shows like? What was different? You know, what was the... Well, a lot of expats. Yeah. But expats from all over the world, sort of expats, sort of yeah. American, Canadians, Brits, 20% locals. Yeah. So it was very international. So you had to play sort of internationally. Yeah. You had to really slow it down. Loads of sort of drunk, the second night, loads of drunk frat guys yeah. who were there as part of a tour of Osaka. Right. So their comedy gig was the last thing on the tour. Yeah, yeah. Really hammered. Yeah. Cheering at everything. Brilliant, but the whole gig had to be about them. About them, there yeah. There's no option because there's only 50 people in the gig. Yeah, yeah. No, I had that with some medical guys in Inverness once. Yeah. All in their scrubs and everything. Yeah. Good fun, but that's the gig. Yeah, you had to just say, you couldn't fight this one. You had to just roll with it. Yeah. And they were really sweet afterwards. They were on the, they were on the little 
trip around Japan and then they were going to, on the way to Australia, to, to study for a semester on an Australian university yeah. and be by a distance the coolest kids on campus. I mean, they were super cool as yeah, well. Yeah, right. They're all from LA. One of them was from Beverly Hills, yeah, yeah. Bel Air, whatever it is. Nice to have a safe environment to be a totally cool yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Just get hammered on their parents' money, which they freely admitted. Brilliant. Um, so they're having a right laugh. Yeah. And you're there in a suit going, oh, it's much just turn in. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm there in the middle of the day in a Japanese supermarket. So you're surrounded by Japanese people, and there's loads of Japanese people. Yeah, yeah. Loads of them. I had that tube thing where everyone's getting pushed on the tube. I had that. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whilst being an incredibly polite at the same time. Yeah, very strange. And then they pipe out voices from the supermarket aisles to sort of tell you about the deals and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. you're surrounded by disembodied voices yeah. and calligraphy, none of which you understand. It's hilarious. Yeah. Brilliant. I'd definitely recommend going. So what did you eat? What did You've you got to do the gigs. The supermarket? I just ate loads of Japanese stuff and tr- tried hilariously to use chopsticks again. Yeah. Are you a good chopsticker? I'm good at chopsticks, yeah, I can do that. It's good for me, actually, because... I'm terrible. Even when you've got the skills, they do slightly slow you down. And yeah. that's good for me, because generally I inhale my food. Right. Here's my dinner. That's, well, where's my dinner? You ate it. I end up it's using gone. chopsticks as a kind of spear. Yeah. So I'll end up just sort of... Just impaling my food on the chopsticks. That's like... They, they used to do that, because <laughs> with chopsticks, you're supposed to pick it up. Right. But with a, There's a different kind of stick... They used to use in northern France to kind of lance the food stuff. Right. And they were known as uh, Brittany Spears. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Ah! That was a long way to that yeah, one. Yeah, it took a long time to get there. It's <laughs> yeah. not the kind of joke you could do on stage. <laughs> Here he is. It's Tomkinson and Haggerston. <laughs> Looking cool. That's my boat. I wish I'd committed to the comedy imperative of rolling up the windscreen of that car <laughs> I was running towards when I got that picture. Just a, a note to say... It's still very cold. It is you feel cold, that on the it? back of your hands, can't you? Yeah, yeah. It's. I do like it when it's this cold, though. This fresh. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it freezes your legs and you don't feel the distance. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's another trick. That's I went another, out. Another up there with a get yeah, You did that to in Toronto and we all thought you were going to lose your knee joints. Yeah. Um, but yeah, does it, I find that my unimaginative pace setting really appreciates cold weather, particularly if I want to go fast. Yes. I go out the front door. Go off. I, I don't get me wrong. I do layer up a little bit. So actually, let's get into this because someone was asking this. I think in the paper the other day. Right. Saying when I go for on the cold, I wear loads of clothes. Right. And I think I don't think there's any right answer. I think it depends who you are and also what your metabolism is. And what your you metabolism is. is. And how you want to feel. Yeah, and how you want to run. Because sometimes I, I like intentionally overdressing. Yeah, yeah. To get a real sweat on. If, yeah, yeah. if you're in a kind of extreme training period and you've yeah. left it late to train for, say, like, you're eight weeks away from the London Marathon. Yeah, yeah. And you haven't really done the distance. <laughs> just say, like, for example. And you've just got back from Japan and Australia. Yeah, yeah. Then there might be a lot of doubling up going on. Yeah. Because it does, you end up just rinsed in sweat and really feeling yeah. it. And, I, you know, I went for a run in the gym the other day and, and you're going to sweat. And it's not like yeah. you can go to the gym and say, I'm going to wear less clothes than this. Yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a bottom level of clothing they let you in the gym with. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, you can, and if you didn't have those clothes on, you'd probably still be too hot. Yeah. But, um... But equally, I do, you know, I'll go long-sleeved, I'll go a light jacket or jumper, 
but I'll never wear gloves or hat. Never. No, I very rarely. Do and, that. You know, it has to be below freezing for me to put those leggings on. Yeah. And um, and shorts are good because you're so quickly warm up, don't you? That's right. And I find, yeah, if you set off, you want to go fast. I had a really nice. I wanted to do a pace seven. Yeah. Just after I saw you last night to my mum's where there's a. Just use right away, of course. Right. Nice and flat. Nice. But also challenge. You know, it's very straight. So you kind of look over there and think, well, that's a mile. I'm going to run over there at this high speed. You yes, know. you can get your rhythm going. Yeah. yeah. So we will have to go up there. It's a good run. I'd like to take you up there uh, and let my mum take us out for lunch. That'd be lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, but I was up there and I thought I want to do a kind of fairly pacey seven. And it was freezing. Yeah. I saw a snow, a snowbow, a snowy rainbow of a tame where I went to school. Right. And, you know, so you set off fast and then you keep going fast. And when you warm up, you don't slow down. Yeah. Because you've set your speed. feeling. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so how's, how's the running been going? Well, first of all, I'll show you nice about that segue back. Into the, into but did you, did you run in Tokyo? Only a little bit. Right. Inside I'm, or outside? I'm literally, I ran for about 20 minutes in a sucker and immediately got lost. Right. And not knowing who to ask or how no, to get exactly. back to. So it was fairly discombobulating. I was only there for four days, really jet lagged, loads of travel, loads of gigs. Yeah. I did a bit of running in Australia. Yeah. Now, I remember wandering in, in China, which I know is very different to Japan, but in terms of completely different culture, you just realise that if you wander, you've got no frame references, no signs no, you're going to be able to no, read, not, no. no one you can talk to. It's, it's an issue. The Chinese, you'll have to talk to me about China because the one. Interaction I had with Chinese people. We were in the queue for a sushi place in Osaka. Yeah. It was just us just waiting in the queue. Noticeably sort of Western. Yeah. And two two Chinese people just walked straight past us. Right. To jump the queue. These are Japanese people. No, these Chinese people. Right. But they still knew there was a kind of hierarchy of... Yeah, well, well, they they just had no concept of queue. Of queue. Oh, I see. And and then the bloke called them out and said, no, no, you can't. These people are here first. Yeah, yeah. And they looked at us, but no no expression at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel or contriteness. No, no, just a different... Just absolutely different. Different deal. Completely different culture. Yeah. A much tougher culture, has to be said. Although, funnily enough, I did. I found in uh, skiing in the south of France. In oh, the, yeah, you um, can skiing. Yeah. Sorry, mate. And uh, skiing in the south of France, and you know, if you hold back, people will cut in in front of you and yes. keep the button lift. So yeah, 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 yeah. Pushing in is pretty international. How was but, um, the, uh, you have to talk about it. Look at his old jet set. I know. You've been skiing. Being around the world. And I, I, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I use my ski pass. Yeah, I've been on the ski lift. That reminded Good me of a Howard Reed's joke. He's another comedian we should have on the podcast. Yeah. He, he said... He runs. Does he run? Yeah, he runs. He's got a nice run round Hertfordshire where he lives. We should go up there and do his... What am I buying? Anyway, he, he, one of his jokes is... I may not be a lady, but I've got to get changed somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Nice sequel to you going into the ladies. (laughs) Um, Tell me about skiing in France. Well, I'm glad you asked me that, Paul. Yeah, because, of course, when we... uh, It all happened the week before last. Yeah. We went for a run. We booked a skiing holiday we didn't think we were going to be going on. And... uh, and then we set off that weekend yeah. and went. And I had to, we had this brilliant Saturday when uh, my family were down in 
you know, discount ski gear shop. Right, yeah, yeah. In Surrey Keys. Getting all the gear. And I was in central Birmingham and we were like texting each other going, I found socks! I've got socks! How big is your head? It's going to need to be a large. Could yeah. you wear a white helmet? I could wear a white I helmet. Could. We found a black helmet. Yes! It was quite an exciting day. And then it's I went and getting all the gear. Picked up a hire car. Yeah. Did two gigs. I went and got in the hire car, drove to my house, slept for an hour and a half. This is from Birmingham. Ooh. Slept for an hour and a half. Oh. Got up again. Oh, <laughs> that's going to smart. Got into a hire car, which is a Renault Cadjar. Yeah. And uh, drove to Luton. Yeah. And got on the plane. Nice. And uh, went down a ski run uh, in team called Cadjar. Which came first? Is the car named after the ski run? <laughs> yeah. Or is the ski run sponsored by Renault? Seen is nice, isn't it? It's really good. It's re- did, did, you, did you get what I mean about the wide slopes? Yeah, it's perfect. It's yeah. really great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you know what you're saying about drunkenness and jet lagginess. Yeah. I was all right. I really, you know, that was a real achievement. That getting from Birmingham to yes. Teen. Yeah. Almost kind of in one move. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, I sleepwalked that night, which I've, I, as far <laughs> as you know, I I've that, never done. Yeah. You know, and I quite often do the nearly asleep, get up and go for a week, but I'm right. aware that happens. I check the clock. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, that night, that first night in France, I did that. Wow. But it turned out that earlier on that same night, and I, I remember going to bed, I was like, I'm going to fall asleep now. There's nothing to stop me. And I kind of crashed, you know. Yeah. And then apparently I got out of bed, walked over to the balcony, and my wife said, no, 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 not that way. And uh, I went into the bathroom, came out of the bathroom, walked over to the balcony again. Bed's over here, Rob. Quite lucky because it was a very small room with a kind of artex kind of, what's it called, anaglypta wall. Right. If I'd gone that way, I'd look like the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. That's funny. So we should. I was thinking oops, this. Oops. You're welcome. Um, we. Uh, I think that we should get the guy who books the skiing gigs to book me and you. Yeah, we should. And do then it. do a skiing commentary. Oh, would have a right one. Well, that'd be great. How was your skiing? How was Buddy's? How did Buddy adapt to it? Was he okay? Well, he did absolutely great, actually. And here's, here's to him, because it's his birthday tomorrow. Right. It's the big one three. Have you seen that Kevin Teenager. the Teenager sketch yeah. where yes. Midnight Hits? Yeah. He's losing the power of speech. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the one thing we couldn't get late on was the ski school. Right. And then we got it. They texted me and said, oh, we can do ski school oh, now. That's good. Oh, that's good. And, and, but, that make a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I think really like a grown-up who you've been working so hard this term, that weekend, we were all rushing around. He came down with a really nasty cold. And we were like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Have some tissues. And just cracked on. Right. So first day in teen, he's all ill. Yes. Medicined up, tissues and that. And as we talked about before, also, you know, some discomfort with the loss of control. Yes. Yeah. So, and we went down to a slope. We had some quite serious talking. I actually went off. Why did they go off with... No, it must have been later on. Anyway, we've just really given him a bit of a talking to where, where my daughter's a bit cooler. Right. As he taught them some very basic snow playing. 
He's like, it's slipping away. It's like, you're supposed to. Yeah. You're supposed to slide down the hill. Anyway. If you can ski, if you can snowplow, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. If you can always stop. They both went off to ski school. Yeah. And we sort of hung around, stalked the ski school. And after a little while, Philippe came over and said, Buddy is is terrified. (laughs) (laughs) They're quite... He's been can be quite hard with the English kids sometimes, the French. Right. I think he was a bit too nice for that. Right, right. And Bud okay. came over, he was very, bloody, your He was being really brave. He was just looking, oh yeah, there are tears <laughs> streaming down his face. Oh, bless him. And they said, oh. ski school said, take him out and we'll give him some uh, one-on-one instead. Right. And, uh, well, but good, then long story short, they, it, it's interesting how they, it's like they are in life really. They're so different, but they got to the same place, you know. Right. So she was completely cool. Went to ski school with a bunch of grown-ups every day. Yeah. Which, when there was two of them, we were... That's why we said, yeah, that'll be fine. Because they didn't want to be with, like, four-year-olds, you know? Yeah. But then he got lifted out, so it's just her, 11, and a bunch of grown-ups. And and also they hadn't told us that they were starting a day later than everyone else, you know? Right. She was completely cool about that. Including the bit where they... She's self-possessed. She's a poised girl. And they they took a bus down the hill to a different village and she went skiing down through the woods and said that was the best bit. And none of the rest of us have ever even been to this place. Yeah. But but Bud really cracked it quite early on. He got his plow on and got his turns skiing with us. And then he went off with a one-on-one for a couple of days, just for an hour. Yeah. And... uh, he just got his power on and then he's not, you know, he's really careful, really slow. Yes. Yeah. But never, never lost his composure. Yeah. Yeah, he just, and, and in the end, we got into, you know, some fairly serious slow. difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and him, so it snowed a lot. We had a couple of beautiful days in the middle. Yeah. But at the end of the week, the snow just kept on coming down. And we'd done a bit of kind of not going out because it was too white out and everything. Yes, yeah, yeah. So on this last day... We said we go to that place we went yesterday, that was right. Me and him up on this really long chairlift, covering every part of her face like Scott of the Antarctic. Yes. And when we got to it's the really top, dramatic, isn't it, going up the chairlift sometimes? Oh, yeah, that's right. And we and we, got, we sort of saw all these people and then suddenly we got to a point where there weren't any more people. They'd all gone a different way. Yeah. It was just me and him. An adventure. Father and son of adventure. Yeah. Time exactly. It's exactly that. And it's that Time thing. For There's loads of people there doing that saying, come on, you can do this. Yeah. It's masculinity writ large. <laughs> yeah. And me and him, oh, dear, we're not like that. Are no, we? no. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> the you know, we, we got to the top of this mountain, this kind of mountain coal. And uh, there was high winds just on the top. There was snow blowing in sideways. And uh, you couldn't see. And there was like Kate Bush on top of Pops. Your son is, really uh, how can I say? <laughs> terrified. terrified. Yeah, so is his father. <laughs> so is Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we, and we said, well, it's okay. We won't go down that way because that's really, really scary. We, did, we were scared of that when it wasn't like this. Yeah. We're not going that way because we haven't done a blue yet. We've just got to get across this flat bit and then go down that wide bit over there looking over unable to see either of those things (laughs) so we started off and immediately the snow just fallen snow was like two feet deep on the top wow and and he turned to me he turned around and said this was a mistake (laughs) (laughs) it's my fault (laughs) i said it's not your fault but how about you you go on without me and then we went to a little booth at the top of the ski lift and the French guy's like, we don't know what to do. We can't get down. I can talk to you, but I'm completely on our At one point, oh, thank you. Um, 
And this, uh, he's passing on that right. I thought, he, I thought he was saying, how you doing? Passing all right. Yeah, you thought, you thought, you're looking all right. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Oh, I see what you mean. Your ass is all right. Pass, pass on all right. Um, yeah, this old guy's like, I was so pleased to see him, and he was of no use at all. At one yeah, point, yeah. They're, they're not going to help, you know, and we could not. No. I'm saying to him, how do you get down? Yeah. Looking around for skis, you can't take the ski lift down. <laughs> and uh, we, we, you know, we, we knocked on the door, he couldn't help. We set out into the snow. We gave up, we came back again. <laughs> we knocked on the door. He went, and at this point I said to him, what do you know? If the weather's going to clear, you know, maybe if we just wait here for 20 minutes, you know. And he uh, got his phone out, showed me the weather for the next few days. He's like, yeah, yeah, I've got a phone, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we thought we'd stay there and have a lunch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, anyway, long story short, we went across the, the coal. We, got, we were in super deep snow. Right. A clip tower. Let's go up here. Clip tower. Happy goes up the steps. Clip tower. Um... Ah, ah. Oh, it's gone, it's disappeared. <laughs> it's completely disappeared. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, I couldn't get the skis on. You know how it is. Yes, it's I awful when you're on a slope and you can't get the skis on. And we were... Pressure on the downhill ski! It was just me and him. And I was saying, we can do this, you know. We, yeah. we, it's going to be okay. And he was 
really like quite upset and I was like I understand but you need to get it together now yeah, yeah. and I knew he was going to movie. Together. it's like you're in a movie at that point. and I finally after what probably took 10 minutes it felt like an, a lone hour yeah oh you saying to me phone mummy I was like no because <laughs> we're not late yet that's not going to help and yeah. uh, she'll be terrified and won't be able to help yeah. so anyway um he, uh, when I got his ski, finally got his skis on. Yeah. He said, "Well, that's operation phase one of operation. Get down off here alive, complete." <laughs> <laughs> and I knew he was going to be right. It's really yeah. good. And then uh, it just got better and better. He, that's the, that's how it ended. He, yeah. he did absolutely great. We skied down from there, and you know, so the visibility was so bad. There was times there. I said to him, "Tell me, I said to him, we're going well, aren't we?" And I looked down and said, "Oh, I'm not moving anymore." <laughs> <laughs> but then he's shooting down, and I knew that at the, right at the end of it, there was a bit that was a bit steep that had taken us up the day before. Right. We went down there, got down there, no problem. That's and uh, we just felt like heroes. You know? That's a that's a good day. Yeah. But what it's leading to is, and what, what the conclusion you always reach if you go skiing at all for any length of time is, the best bit of the skiing holiday. It's when you're giving the skis at the end of the holiday. <laughs> the sense yeah. of relief yeah. that you've survived. Because let's face it, we're not skiers. No, no, that's we're right. We're just people who ski occasionally. No, exactly. We it's not part of our culture. And, and I don't... Like, me and Julia, we know we don't have any... We've got no danger, you know. Talking to one of Buzz's little mates, he was saying, oh, I've done the occasional black run. I said, I don't want to do a black run. I'm not yeah, interested. Yeah, I'm not bothered about that. No, no. Why would you, you know? Yeah. So, but what's funny and what my new realisation was that even when you don't go looking for it, that edge of danger. Yes, we'll find moment you. moment when you get beyond your comfort zone. It, yeah, it will. He will find I kept you. going and checking out blues yeah. to see if me and uh, him and my wife would be all right while... Uh, she was off at ski school, and I just kept arriving back at the valley floor, going, "No, no, that one was a bit scary." <laughs> I mean, my mates went skiing at half term, and they only skied for one day out of six. Right now, that's a great skiing holiday. <laughs> <laughs> they just had a real laugh. Yeah, skiing's really hard work, and it doesn't get better as you get older. It no. gets more. It gets more difficult. Well, you, you get, get more scared, scared. and you get more sense. Yeah. I felt yeah. sorry for the kids. You know, our generation. I think a lot of people who did go skiing learned. On a family holiday or a school holiday. In these days, it's those kids' children, and they've all learned because their <laughs> yeah. middle class parents took them when they were yes. little. You know. But they stand the chance of being more sort of naturally skiers. I mean, I learned when I was in my mid 20s. Yeah. It's just way too late by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could ski down anything quite quickly. Yeah. But so exhausting afterwards because it's basically just pure ski, intense break, yeah. ski, intense break. Yeah. No control. No, no. No grace. Yeah. And that's why I think it would make a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it would make a fantastic episode. I can definitely get into long-distance skiing, sort of cross-country skiing. Yeah, although I, I can worry. see the joy in that. I assume that there's some kind of... Oh, let's go this way, actually. Okay. We've just come up from the canal yeah. onto Essex Road, where we can, you know, go along here and breathe in some... Uh, some fumes. Some uh, fumes. Alpinic air. And you look next to the 1920s sausage cafe. The meat Delicious. people. Do your 1920s face. Hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Um, it's all the gear and stuff, is it? Oh, just getting the boots on. Putting the boots on. Getting and off. up the slope. Getting your skis on and off. It's just yeah. like. If you, my goodness, we don't have to do that very much. <laughs> so is this the big club, comedy club? No, no, that's near here. Like we've got we've got Angel, the big cool comedy club that yeah. I never play because well, I'm not cool enough. A couple of blocks away. Right. 
it's funny, isn't it? There is a generational thing coming out. I was thinking, was that the place where, but that's a different young people's school comedy club where the guy who worked on the lighting desk said, yeah, come down and try out 10 for the guy who runs it. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not. That, that won't be happening. If he, does, <laughs> if he doesn't know who I am or want me to come down, 25 I won't years, go down. <laughs> 25 years, mate. <laughs> 25 years in the tank. Man and boy. I don't work for free, bruv. <laughs> How's, so how's the running right. been going then? How's it been going? Yeah, so... so are you fit? Are you well? I, I am, you know. I went off after I run, then I went out. I was at my mum's. I ran seven, just going steady. Yeah. And I was doing, there was like seven and a half minute miles. Nice. Very steady repeats. Yeah. So a bit slower than it would once have been, but it's coming back. Yeah. And then uh, I was going to run to the park run in Birmingham on the... Uh, Saturday. All right, mate. And it was just... It was absolutely bleak. Yeah. I don't think I stayed in bed too long, but I, for some reason I wrote off the park run early yeah. on. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'll do a slower 10. I go out where we went last time on the canal. I saw. I think I saw this picture. Yeah. I got out and got it together. And yeah. then the towpath was closed. And I mean, it was really... <laughs> It was serious weather. That was a real yeah. slap in the face. Yeah. But then I turned up, I went down different, and then I thought, I'll go to the park run then. But I didn't have my barcode. Right. I thought, I'm not doing a park run when my name doesn't come up It's funny, because I'm, I'm contemplating doing a park run tomorrow in Manchester. But yeah. I'm a bit disorganised. I haven't got my barcode. Can't find my barcode. Do they... Because it's all about the result, isn't it? So will they give you a time for your, for your position? Yeah, you're in there. So you're just in there. You work out, what you need to do is ask the person behind you, what's your name? What's your name? And oh, then oh, you oh, get oh. the results. Oh, oh, will it go on position? Will it go on your, on your, you know, you get given a thing at the end, like oh, yeah, so 15th or whatever. And like. if you want to, if you just, all you have to do is win it and then you can see how fast you were. Yeah. Really easily. Yeah. No, I've done it. I'll, I'll probably do that. I've gone into, look, do you remember this is all closed? It's opened up again now since the uh, new river. It's nice. And, um... Yeah, I've done that, but I couldn't face it in Birmingham. Yeah. So I went along the canal. The car, really nice running, but my goodness, the conditions were bad. Freezing knees. Yeah. And then I didn't um, do any, and I've been doing all my exercises afterwards and stuff. I'm up to 250 press-ups and three minutes of planking. Brilliant. Wow. And uh, some other stuff. And any longish stuff coming in? Any longish? So I had a week off. Right. Which obviously really worried me. But I was thinking of kind of tapering a bit. And then on Monday when I got back, you know, you were saying like the monthly taper and towards... Yeah. It's just my excuse, okay? I was yeah, saying, the, fourth, the fourth weekend, three weeks high mileage and then, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I did um, 10 miles on Monday. Yeah. Which isn't that long. It's long enough. But that was the sequel. And also I tried to do it um, fast. Right. And, uh, you know, not, not as fast... So unorthodox, isn't it? You're just training. Yeah, yeah, I'm making up. Not, not no long, slow stuff. Just long and fast. <laughs> not that long, fast stuff. Not medium fast. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, because ultimately, I want to hike up my distance at pace as well as hiking up of the course. distance. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted, to, this last Monday, I wanted to immediately get back to where I was before yeah. I took a week off, you know? Yeah. So I needed to up the mileage and the train. Temple. So I went out, did that thing, I went down to Limehouse, raced them back, Yeah. slowed down slightly on the second half, but I basically pushed it and had a very satisfying, deep ache yeah. in my thighs the next day. Yeah. So I'd definitely been giving it the push. Good for you. And then the best thing about that was I had loads of ache and loads of muscle, you know, sort of impact on the body from that. Oh, it didn't feel bad. It didn't feel like right. I injured myself. Yeah. And then... Went out on Wednesday, 
and did this slow, muddy, muddy, hilly, surprisingly hilly, impressively hilly yeah. for London, um, turn yeah. around these kind of places. And uh, how far did they go? I can't remember. Oh, it's, that's a shame, isn't it? Eight. But you felt okay. When I, and I was really making a point of going slow. And then I went to the gym later. I felt so I was trying to impact myself up. I did a double run. So I went to the gym and did a really, still really slow, th- three more miles. That's good. Just to that's not really let my legs off. Yeah. And I tell you, it was really interesting how, how much less I hurt after that. Right. So it definitely was a kind of loosening workout. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did the impactful 10 and was really hurting. And then ran 11 miles over a whole day. Yeah. And felt better for it. That's a good healthy day, isn't it? Well, that was Wednesday, and now it's today. I had one, I had one longish run in Australia. Hot. Had, really hot. I mean, yeah. it was like 34, 35, 98% humidity. Right. That's real. That's a real sweat box. Like being running in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, that's a real sweat box. So I ran two hours in that. Which was stupid. I got lost. Right. And I ended up running for two to hours. To ask a friendly spider. Really slow. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the way back? Yeah, mate. Just <laughs> let me body on the nick and um, then hit off that way. Oh, it was great. I managed to get get some sort of old respect off this really grisly Aussie bloke. I was just just ran off down the coast of the Gold Coast and just ended up getting lost. Great. And I was well, like, it's difficult, so, isn't it? Because you've got the sea on one side and the coast on the other. Yeah, it's, it's so difficult. You to, can get really lost to keep with that. of where you are. Yeah. I said to this bloke, do you know, do you know where I am, mate? And he said, oh, you're there. And I said, oh, because I'm trying to get to. So this place, you know, he said, wow, you're way out of there, mate. He said, well, good on you, mate. You could see the respect, his respect at my absolute yeah. idiocy. Yeah, that's right. They do love an idiot over there. Good on you, mate. Look at you there, sweating up a storm with your big red face. You don't know what the hell you're playing, do you? <laughs> Running really slowly, way out of your comfort zone. That's giving a yourself man. an injury. Good Culturally on you, after our heart. Yeah. <laughs> It is beautiful, that must So how long was that, though, miles in the end? Two hours. I didn't get a mileage on it, and I was running really slow. It wouldn't have been much more than 10, 12. But definitely double figures. Yeah. Yeah, Good. Well, you'd hope so, with two hours. I I started off fine, but by the end I was crawling. It was really hard work. Utterly stupid. (laughs) So, just to be clear, please don't base your running plans on what we do. (laughs) We're making it up as we go (laughs) along. Yeah. Run in the cold so you don't. But I feel, feel good. It. I've got to tell you, get really, lost and run for two hours. I say hours. that this week, you know, it has been. I have been kind of jamming it, yeah, a little bit, working it out. But it's all deliberate, you know. My pace ten, my double run, yeah, the exercise in between. That's all good. And I feel strong. Good. I feel strong. I want to. Uh, how are you feeling about um, Bath Half? So we're, by the way, we're slightly out of step with recording and uh, transmission, but it's this right is, now, it's eight weeks from London, and we're, what, ten days from Bath Half? Ten days from Bath Half. Yeah, Bath Half. Um, I, I, I don't think I've, I've been less prepared for a half marathon for a long time. Right. So I'm hoping to get a long run in on Monday. Yeah. Before the race on the Sunday. Yeah. Maybe about a 15 or something. Yes. Because we're doing a podcast, but I'm going to run to and from it. And yeah, it yeah, yeah. Decent. Cool. And then a couple of... Yeah, we're seeing Angela Barnes again on Monday, so let's know that. Seen Barnesy. Yeah. A couple of tempos. Hey, Barnesy, you lost. Barnesy, you Don't really count as a run until you've got yourself totally good lost. On you. Yeah, good on you, mate. You ruined yourself. Inappropriate conditions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've brought the wrong clothes. You're Respect, a swimming idiot. We love you. Just go and swimming with the sharks, mate. Just taper it all off. Got bitten, get bitten by a snake. <laughs> yeah. Just some pure stupidity. Just alone. drowning in venom, mate. <laughs> so are you? Uh, 
So if I get anywhere near 90 minutes for the path half, I'll be pleased. Yes. What, well, what anyone would be. At? I mean, it is quite Yeah, fast. yeah, yeah. But I did run 85 last year. I mean, yeah, last I'm year. nowhere near as fit. Yeah, no, no. You were training um, up for your sub three. Yeah, I was, I so was all mean, in. I was all in for yeah, it. You're careful. I was, li- I was living like a full-time athlete. You still don't want to... Oh, look, that's going to be comfy. Oh, he's going to get... Go on, go on, take a seat. <laughs> as you see, we're comfy here down on the... On the... Uh, what's it called? New River. So we, if we set one of those up in the bath half... You can really relax, you know, halfway around. It's actually quite Excuse nice. Excuse me, I'm from <laughs> England. I'm lost. Can you help? You're doing great, mate. You're doing great, mate. Just so if I, yeah, so if I can get anywhere near 90. Yeah. Without hurting myself too much. But I, I could just, I could be nowhere near that, honestly. I yeah, could, yeah, honestly yeah. could. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to amp run long tempo for ages. Yes. I'm way less fitter than I was last year. Well, this is part of the, you know, uh, another level. I've got to get up to my... Uh, um, 16s and 20s yeah. um, in time to recover from them before London. Yeah, as, but as a right matter now, of urgency. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But equally, the reason I ran that fast 7 and that fast 10 is because I want to run Bath at kind of pace. Yeah. I want to head off fast, not too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then try and maintain that pace to the end. Yeah. And the irritating thing is that it sounds to me that if it goes even slightly non-disastrously for either of us yeah that we'll just finish the same time yeah and you'll be going I'm so unfit I mean it's so. 10 minutes slower than last year oh, and yeah. I'm going I'm as fit as I've been in years that was fantastic <laughs> yeah. came in 30 seconds after you so unfit I had a stroke at 8 miles but I gathered myself <laughs> I seem to be doing alright 88 yeah. <laughs> damn you don't get done yeah we'll see really though. looking forward to it though Yes, it's a great event, isn't it? It's the same. Uh, we're doing the same show at Comedians not before. Yeah. Same four of us who ran it last year. Exactly the same material. <laughs> same material. Word for word. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be no changing. And uh, don't you go changing. I'll be doing my uh, tactics for the half marathon, which is, which is one I discovered last year, is race to 12. Yep. And then the last mile takes care of itself. That's my big theory about races. Nice. So push it till, till a mile to go, and then that last mile takes care of itself. Well, I know that it's true. I yeah. don't, um, because you, we're always trying to access those deep reserves. But yeah, the finish line can access them in ways you can never do it. Other yes, times. absolutely. Yeah. I didn't. I wouldn't. You wouldn't have had me as convinced before New York. Yeah. That's exactly what happened there. That yes. was a, that was a it just Lazarus. Takes over. It just takes over. Lazarus turned up. Yeah. A mile and a half in the end, and started running faster than we're running now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so push hard to twelve. For me, the bathhaf, bathhaf, bathhaf is um, it's the third one. It's the uh, uh, one, two, three, on three. Because I went out unfit, yeah, re- in recovery two years ago. I went out thinking I was fit, but poorly prepared in terms of basically in terms of if uh, anyone who listened at the time will remember this I was basically simultaneously not well nourished enough but too well fed right didn't have the good fuel in my body yeah but I was quite lardy and so what I want to do is not be either of those guys yeah yeah and that should give me a couple of minutes how's your uh noobs yeah I'm not drinking Still, not, Still drinking. not drinking. I've started, started to daydream pretty hard about May. Right. It's just, <laughs> it's just still several long weeks away. So you're, you're thinking you might have a drink post-marathon? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 
a drink. I probably have two or three months on. Mate, I've, I've got so much respect for that. Yeah. You've done really well. Are yeah, you, are you feeling the difference? You're feeling clear yeah, eyes? Yeah, yeah, I do. I feel better. What's the thing? I was thinking just this the other day. Uh, I think it's getting up in the morning. Yeah. And it's something very specific. I was thinking, yeah, of course. That's yeah. harder when you're drinking. Yeah, really, really. I mean, ultimately, you feel nicer in your body, you know. You talk about skiing being harder when you're older. Drinking's harder when you're older. Yes, of you course. You feel rough, you feel... Yeah. I don't know, it's difficult to get you hydrated right, so you yeah. tend to feel clammy or sweaty or whatever. Yeah. You know, my body balance is better. Yes. It's funny, it was a funny thing, wasn't it? Because we often talk about drinking, not drinking. But it was a real moment this new year when it didn't even seem that difficult to stop. Yeah. That's good. And, uh, yeah, I'm embracing it. But I think, see, I think I need to prepare myself psychologically for having a really good run right. in... Uh, Bath and it's still just being 135. Yeah, well, that's which fair. isn't any much faster well, than I've ever done it before. Yeah, but as long as I run it and I'm in control of running it. And the other thing is, I try and ignore the blooming mile markers. Right. So off-putting. I just want to get out there and run. But you've got to stop at the end, you? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to pay attention to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's quite a big one. No, I mean, they're, they're obviously going to find their way yes. into your day. Into your head. Yeah. But I don't want to be thinking, right, that's one. All oh, right, so the second one's coming up. Yeah. Here comes three. Oh, yeah. two of those, I'll be at six. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, shut up. Yeah. So Just getting your rhythm and not it out. too far today. Yeah. I mean, it's very cool. Nice, gentle run. Really nice. In the cold. Yeah. Nice little catch-up. I might be doing the South, might be doing the South Manchester Park run tomorrow. Yes. Persona incognito. <laughs> Sans barcode. So why can't you? Where's your barcode? I don't know, mate. Why can't you print off another one? I don't know, mate. It's just timing, isn't it? I've got to get home and then I've got to get ready and drive to Liverpool. When you get to the hotel, I'm not staying in the hotel. Get the Wi-Fi. What are you saying? I'm staying with the mates. Is your mate got Wi-Fi? He might be able to do it. Get on the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Look he yourself up. Print off your barcode. You'll be glad you did. Yeah. I'm going to be so knackered, though. Yeah. Because I'm going to set off at 12 for Liverpool. Yeah. And hopefully kick in the services about hour four to hour five. Yeah. Because I'm going to really need it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be so, it's so hard love driving when well, you're no, t- totally exhausted. And it's not driving on a Friday. I just, I, yeah. If I ever think, oh, I wish I still had a car, I just think of Friday afternoons. Yeah. Driving on the M1. Oh, yeah. Oh, even when I had that hire car for that holiday, it was it was like God. This feels like the old days. Yeah. Because uh, don't often do it. So do you want to know how far do you think we've gone so far? How far so far? Yeah. About four. Uh, I will tell you the answer to that. Any four question? Four point four. Thank you. Four and a half. What is it? Four and a half. <laughs> is it? Well, let's stop. Let's stop. It's enough. Okay. Let's draw a line under it. Because sometimes four and a half is enough. Sometimes that's enough. Sometimes it isn't. Let's get a picture of us here in Newington Green. Nice little run. Nice. I'm at that that stage with the jet lag where I'm just tired setting off. I feel like I'm treading water or something. It'll pass. It's like you say, you don't want to over... Give it a few days. That's that's a picture of us invisible. That's nice, yeah. We look great there. We look better here. There we are. I'm going to go that way around. 
This lens is Lovely. all misty. So that's just a little run, but we're going out. We're gonna. We've got a bunch of interview runs coming up. Yes. We we are going to go out and do a twenty within the next kind of fortnight. Absolutely. Yeah. That we, we'll we, record we for to. your enjoyment. We have to. Yes. And <laughs> we're gonna. And we're gonna. Uh, we've got a cluster of guests coming up. We've got like four or five weeks, so it's just guests, guests, guests. Yeah, all good ones. Lots of and guess, lots of guests. Guests. We've got uh, obviously uh, Angela's working from five k to ten k. We've got other guests who are doing the marathon, and they're hoping after that to get an ultra guest. So all yes. kinds of distances represented. Yes. yes. And uh, but. As ever, we really enjoy. And it actually, it's getting interesting online because everyone else is starting to do all their events yeah, and stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we always want to hear about it. It's just the, there's never enough comparison and detail on places and, and all odd, that. The odd bit of bounce. So uh, keep in touch and uh, we'll do a longer one for you next week. But we're going don't home worry, now. Don't worry. The long, the long ones are going to start to come in. Yeah, one day. Yeah. Well, maybe we could come up with you to the services <laughs> and we could just go round and round the car park. Well, we've got eight weeks to go. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm looking at... I've got to do at least 16 next week. 16, 18, 2022. 20, maybe two 22s. So you're going to go from 16, 18 to 2022? 20, yeah. So, first, Charles the first. Yeah. And then yeah. just four years into the future. Yeah, four years into the future, yeah. Okay. Loads of driverless cars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. How's Brexit looking? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it went well. Pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get you next week. <laughs> With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.